Welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. Thank you so much for hopping on with us. We're excited to have you, and I'm excited to have my guest, Gina G. What's going on, Gina? Hey, thanks for having me, Mark. Hey, my pleasure. We've been on some podcasts together. Uh, I, I think some other people's podcasts, and then I've been on yours uh, a couple yep. of times, I think. And one mm-hmm. of those times, you had it was like right before the season. Mm-hmm. You had me and a couple of other 49ers people, yep. and then some Rams content creators. Yes. And those guys were so arrogant. They were convinced <laughs> that they were going to repeat. And I remember saying. They were the young guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, look, this repeating thing, like coming in as the defending champs where everybody's targeting you, it's a real thing. And I think y'all are about to find out. And they're like, no. We, we got this. <laughs> and yeah. sure enough, they had a rough year. <laughs> it's so rare, too. I mean, like, how many teams have done it besides the Niners? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots, you know, they've done I some. Just going mean, to say that. Always like right there. And uh, of course, mm-hmm. the Cowboys years ago. But mm-hmm. uh, it's hard and it's a real thing. So uh, I just remember thinking, all right, I'm going to I'm going to be nice here but man these guys are really arrogant one of them has really uh <laughs> made himself unpopular among 49ers fans on twitter but uh but that's all right we won't get into that yeah. so thanks so much for joining me it's uh you you are doing such a great job in all of the things that you have going on tell us thanks. where we can find you um so i just started a new channel actually not just but uh december um it was kind of real quick um sort of jumped off we met um well i guess we always sort of were like you know twitter friends uh you and i um from uh adam's channel driving to the top productions that's when you and i first jumped on a, a podcast together and um and i you know, we just had a couple of creative differences and I said, you know what, let me just start my own channel. And I couldn't really like fund it, but I was getting some help and, um, you know, from 49ers fans. And, um, I said, you know what, um, let's just do it. So I, I created a logo like on Canva for like, in like five, I don't know. I say five (laughs) minutes, but that's kind of what the logo looks like. Right. But I have it happening like right now through um one of my co-hosts which happy birthday rod if i can for just a second look (laughs) i'm wearing my little mardi gras beads 49ers colors happy birthday rod my co-host and he's helped (laughs) me kick off the show on the channel um it's his birthday and i just want to say my brother my partner um but happy birthday rod and um i knew i couldn't have done all this without him and also dan the man but shout out to everybody on the channel they are just they're not all 49ers fans and actually one of them is a rams fan (laughs) well hopefully it's not that same rams fan (laughs) (laughs) what's up ted no it's not but um he, you know how certain fans are kind of delusional and we always give Dan 
crap about his you know he's like <laughs> so what if at least we have a ring in the last 25 years yeah. you know like oh, okay you got us there but um he's like so what we're rebuilding yeah. and that we, we have a falcons fan um co-host um and we have also two saints fans so um and the me rod and the wise soul uh are 49ers fans so yeah we just you know are we started off doing 49ers shows and and also integrating um their other teams and then now we're doing nba shows but now that the season's winding down it's otas so yeah yeah definitely so hey that's my friend yeah he's he's got a he's a philly fan guys yeah. No, he's not a co-host, but hey, I got to know him from Rod, and uh, he's a good friend of mine now. Good, and Antoine coming in. <laughs> he's a Rams fan. out here, another Rams fan. Yay! All right, well, hopefully the Rams fans don't take over. Speaking of Ted, <laughs> Ted, uh, Ted said uh, Mark and Gina Yay, on up, fire. Ted? Look, at, I was with Ted just earlier this week, just a couple of days ago, I think. Yeah. And um man, he had a Rams fan that just kept coming in and uh really... I think I know <laughs> who that guy is. He's he's the major YouTube troll. <laughs> Could be. But we had fun with him. It, it was all in fun. So um, we teased yeah. him and he teased us. But yeah. And let's jump right into into this because the 49ers did kick off the uh OTA session this week and on Tuesday the session was open up opened up to the media. Now, based on reports, Nick Bosa didn't show up. Trent Williams didn't show up. These are voluntary sessions. No big deal. Nobody expects them to show up. It's it, There's a lot of seven-on-seven seven in OTA, so there's not a whole lot for offensive linemen and defensive linemen to do. And so that's not a big deal. Javon Hargrave didn't show up. I was a little surprised because this is his first OTA yeah. week with his new team. And so... I I was a little bit surprised by that, but the big surprise for me was that uh, Debo Samuel didn't show up, especially coming off of last season where he held out for a while or held in or whatever it was he did. And then he came in a little bit out of shape and I don't know that he ever got back where he, where he needed to be throughout the season. What did you think about Debo not showing up? I see your cat in the background. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was looking. I'm like, oh God. Um, so yeah, I I was trying to make sure uh, we're on charge. So about Debo, um, you know what? That's a head scratcher for me, Mark. Um, of course, they're doing baseball. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what to make of it. Although you know, last season we had um all that drama with the contract and everything, you know, so we, we knew why that was happening. And let me just say, I, you know, I know this is, you know, old news, but I knew he was coming back. I, everyone was like, Oh yeah. But I was one of those people. I kept saying, come on guys, he's coming back. He's doing all these. I was like, come on, this is the Niners. And they always did the contract shit way late. Mm-hmm. We all knew that. So if you guys just, you know, shut up about it, you know. But anyway, <laughs> um, I think maybe they're just, you know, maybe he's just um do, pulling a Nick Bosa. I don't know. You know, when I went to the um 
last season when I went to Levi's when they had the open camp, you know, training camp for all the people to come in and watch. Bosa wasn't participating in any of the um on because remember he was just kind of coming back slowly, right? Mm-hmm. So um he wasn't participating in any of the team you know plays so he was just and i took video he was just kind of like you know uh, you could see uh we're like really close because obviously it was first come first serve seats but i was watching him and he was just on the kind of like the sidelines doing his you know and looking like a beast and everything so <laughs> you know maybe he's just kind of like want you know thinks he's like the bosa special treatment you know i don't know i'm i'm not saying anything i'm not trying to be you know all bitchy <laughs> whatever i'm not trying to call debo out is what i'm trying to say <laughs> i'm just saying maybe he's like hey you know what i hey shanahan can can i can i just you know i'm not ready yet like you know or maybe he's just like doing a separate thing didn't he post something on instagram that he was doing something right now like business wise i thought mm. i saw something i don't remember i don't remember if i saw that or not but that that's very well possible and i don't care if he's there or not as long as he comes to training camp in shape ready to roll that's all i care about and last year he did not uh come in ready to roll so yeah. I mean, that Ted and I talked about this uh, the other day that, that, you know, he came in late mm -hmm. and, and then right. Didn't put up the numbers. Yeah. Right off the bat in the first game, the first drive against the bears, Trey Lance is moving the team down the field and then Debo fumbles inside the red zone. 49ers lost that game. If he hadn't fumbled and they would have kicked a field goal or possibly even scored a touchdown, that could have been the difference in the game. Yeah. So you know, it's uh, who knows what it is, but hopefully he uh, comes in and and everything is uh, uh, so D hop just got released. Really? I have not heard that. That's yeah, interesting. My, my phone's over there, so I'm I'm not getting uh, I'm I'm holding it holding out on uh, the the uh, comments or the viewers to to give us the breaking yeah. news <laughs> yeah give us give us the yeah scoop. bring it <laughs> <laughs> all right so you Thanks, probably Unc. have seen some reports from otas anything jump out to you yet i mean not a lot happens in otas but yeah. anything that you've seen that you liked or didn't like so far yeah i mean you know trey lance you know i think um i mean i'm i'm team or you know trey let Trey play, um, give Lance a chance, you know? Um, so I think with everybody, um, saying, you know, I guess I, I hate to bring him up, but you know, troll cone, <laughs> um, he did, I, I watched it, it. I was watching a video on YouTube and of course it skips the, you know, the next video play and it's all right. Grant cone, of course. Um, and he did say some positive things about, you know, Trey. And um, I was happy. I was happy to hear that he um, did complete uh, some passes, you know, most of his passes and that he looked the best. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just that his releases weren't as fast or didn't or didn't come out fast enough. Um, 
but you know he he improved um i think mm-hmm. it's just that he hasn't had enough playing time i mean we yeah. all know that so you know four starts it's not four years and a bust you can't call him a bust after four starts period point blank right right so um yeah yeah he looks good and that's you know a lot of people were saying that they could tell that there was uh some improvement in his delivery uh, that it was tighter, that his base was was looking better, um, and maybe even that his release was a little bit quicker than it has been, which, right, which than before. Yeah. yeah. So those are positive <laughs> things, and and I'm glad to hear about that. Uh, but again, and and I'm a big Trey Lance guy, but here's the thing: if he can do it now. Is he going to be able to do it when the bullets start flying? You know, is he still going to remember this new way uh, of throwing, this new way uh, of of footwork, those kinds of things? Um, yesterday, I wrote an article for 49ers Web Zone based on this interview that Grant Cohn did with a quarterback uh, specialist um, who kind of broke down some things that that Trey does, and so um, it was a pretty interesting listen um, to, uh, to hear this guy talk about it. I don't know if you, uh, happened to catch, uh, that interview, but, um, so is there anything in, in OTAs, um, over the next week or so, because next week they have, I think three OTA sessions. One of those should be open to the media. Uh, anything that you're wanting to hear or see, uh, come out other than, Hey, everybody stay safe. Nobody, nobody get hurt. Hey, Daniel. Hey, da- Hey, Daniel. Um, You mean as far as like injury? No, no. Like any any specific player that might really step up. So, for example, um, we've heard some good things about Darrell Luter, the rookie corner. Uh, We've heard some good things about Ronnie Bell. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about him in a, in a minute. Anything <clears throat> like that that you'd love to, to hear? Hey, I, I want to hear about Robert Bill Jr. doing something or uh, or some, you know, Jair Brown doing something or or even one of the veterans. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we talked um, <laughs> 2K teacher. What up, Edmund? Edmund Dantes. Um, <clears throat> we um, talked about on my podcast. um the only player that I really knew about um, is Jair Brown. So we talked a little bit about that. I, it might've been on actually Ted's podcast. Um, <clears throat> and then watching, excuse me. I, <clears throat> you know, how sometimes when you're talking and then your yeah. saliva kind of goes down too fast. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, and then Ronnie Bell, yeah, I heard some great things about him. So I'm I'm gonna be on the lookout. I mean, I'll be honest, like going like starting in the third round and everything. I'm just kind of like I don't know these guys. Like I don't really sure. pay attention. Yeah. I I do. I was watching college football when I was doing the NorCal. <clears throat> excuse me, podcasting mm-hmm. when I very first started because I was watching um, and paying attention to like Fresno State, Sac State, um, you know, Cal and Stanford and everything like that. All NorCal, like from, you know, uh, Davis, <clears throat> Sac, all the way down to Fresno, right? But now it's just kind of like I'm only paying attention to 49ers and, you know. Yeah. So 
um yeah i think trey lance justin smith that whole draft class i was like more paying attention to so anyways long story short um yeah i need to like do my homework you know start paying attention to the rookies but um as far as the you know um players that need to step step up we got we re-signed kinlaw so is well he 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 was he wasn't uh he wasn't a free agent he's he's right but we we extended him right uh, no, they didn't pick up his fifth year option, but this is his last season. It's He's going to be last. a free agent next next year. Yeah. All I know is we still have him, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'd like to see what he does because everyone's been on his, uh, 49er fans have been on his case and yeah. rightfully so, rightfully <laughs> so, because he did not show up and show out last season. Yeah. It was right. just kind of like a bump on a log, you know? So, uh, and I know Miss Danielle has, um, that's her man. Dre Jackson is her man. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge uh, Hufunga fan. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see, you know, our, our cornerbacks really tighten, like our secondary tighten. So that's a very, very important uh, mm-hmm. unit that really needs to tighten up. So, yeah, I mean, because obviously our middle linebackers, you know, we don't have a, um, Aziz Shire yet, you know, anymore. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do there? You know, we don't have that trio, you yeah. know, anymore. Yeah, and that's going to be a good battle in training camp. Marcelino McCurry ball uh, sounds like he looks good. Uh, Jalen Graham, the rookie, sounds like he's really looked um, good as well. So, um, and then they signed sign, it. <laughs> I'm just learning to talk today. <laughs> it's early. Okay. They, for us. Right. Wait, you're signed, on the central coast, right? No central time. So like, I mean, I'm, cent- uh, central time is what I meant yeah, to say. CST. Area, so yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like noon for me. So yeah. I don't hey, have hey, that's so early I'm just stumbling over words for no reason, but it's all good. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, I think that Drake Jackson, um, you know, there, the hope is that he does step up um, mm-hmm. and, and do some things. And Hufanga, I, I think that he's going to do some great things. But yeah, as far as the linebacker position, um, we are good there with with McCurry Ball, um, with uh, Jalen Graham coming in, and then D Winters. They uh, they drafted him. Everybody's high on him. Yeah, but sounds like between rookie minicamp and uh, OTAs that he came in not looking as uh, as good as Jalen Graham. So we'll see. Um, once he gets in shape, maybe maybe he's going to look a little bit better. But let's talk about Ronnie Brown because this is the the receiver out of Michigan that nobody seems to expect to make the team. In fact, Scott McLuhan, the former 49ers GM said that he really likes Ronnie Bell as a college player, but not as an NFL prospect. Mm. And so that concerned me. But in rookie minicamp, Ronnie Bell dominated. And mm-hmm. so far in, uh, in, in OTAs, he's dominated. The guy catches everything. So what do you think about this pick? Is there a chance that Ronnie Bell could make the team? And if so... Could he make an impact? I think that Kyle Shanahan really wants that slot receiver. I'm wondering if Ronnie Bell might be able to be that guy. 
you know, you just don't know with Shani because even if you get uh, the with rookies, you know, they don't even get much playing time anyway. Automatically placed in the doghouse for yeah. whatever reason. If they don't live up to his standards, um, that's just the way it is. Um, that that's you don't know what they do to get in the doghouse, but they don't get much playing time, period. Like yeah. um you, you see that with um oh god, what's that name that uh, the guy that um played uh did the run backs um in special teams that also plays defense last year. Um Sam Samuel, not Ebucom, what's his name? Oh, Sam Samuel Womack. Well, Mac, exactly. Like, I really like him. I think he's going to have a bigger role uh, probably this year. But, you know, just rookies don't really have – it's mm -hmm. really hard for them to get a lot of playing time is my point. Right. So even if they make the team, you're still not going to see them on the field that much. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on Kyle. I mean, he's, yeah. this is where I kind of like – I know a lot of people – the the people that are pro Shani don't like to hear this, but he's egotistical. <laughs> yeah, he is, and I think that he doesn't trust rookies. I think he doesn't. He has to see that he can totally trust them, yeah. uh, like Elijah Mitchell when he trusted him. Now, yeah, because we Ronnie need Bell, lots of running. Sorry to cut you off. Right, we right. need running backs. Yeah, we, yeah, and the more you have, they get injured all the time. Mm -hmm. But it's true. But we, they do because obviously they're running backs, right? Yeah, but you look at players like Ty, Ty Davis Price, who he hasn't trusted much, and then you look at Elijah Mitchell, who as a rookie he was trusted, and so from all accounts, Ronnie Bell catches everything. He makes contested catches. He catches everything in traffic. And so I'm hoping that's the kind of guy that Kyle Shanahan can trust. So yeah, um, that's uh, that's some, somebody that I'm hopeful for. Sounds like nickel corner and, Isaiah and Oliver was, uh, was the star of the OTA session on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And he's the one that's replacing Jimmy Ward at nickel. And the 49ers are really high on him, especially Steve Wilkes. Uh, Steve Wilkes mm -hmm. said we targeted who we thought was one of the best nickel corners in the league, and that's Isaiah Oliver. Mm -hmm. So I doubt he's going to be an upgrade over Jimmy Ward, but what did you feel about that uh, that pick? Yeah, I mean, we definitely need that. You know, Jimmy was kind of like – I was a big fan of Jimmy for a lot of years because, you know, obviously he was our, um, you know, longest tenured player, you know, now that he's gone. I mean, he left kind of on a bitter note. Um, you know, what can you do? Um, he got, you know, sidelined from his uh, original position. So, you know, um, with that being said, we're going to have to really rely on him. And if he's doing really well and Wilkes is, you know, now our defensive coordinator, um, we have to uh, really get our, get schemed enough where we're defense is our best identity, right? So we've got, we're known for our defense. Then we're known for our run game, right? So if that, if, 
the defense doesn't gel and he has an eye for um what what i said earlier right we have to have tighten up our um secondary so if he has an eye for that and then it fails i mean all we have to rely on is our, is our middle linebackers yeah yeah and that's what uh wilkes specializes in so uh so the hope is that he's going to make this secondary better let's yeah. talk quarterbacks uh, for a minute yeah um what is your take on that? Are if you were Kyle Shanahan, are you just are you doing what he has done and what John Lynch has done, which is declare that Brock Purdy is the guy, or would you kind of hold back on that a little bit? Would you say no, Trey Lance is the guy, or would you do one of the crazy things like saying Sam Darnold is the guy? What uh, if you're Kyle Shanahan? Where are you where are you going on this? Yeah, you, you just never know. I mean, Kyle's been so um he, he's been predictable in certain ways, right? Um everyone, you know, back to the whole like Jimmy thing a couple of um seasons ago, uh I I kind of felt like you know he was he was going Jimmy because Jimmy's the vet. They're used to Jimmy knowing what Jimmy was going to do, whether mm-hmm. or not um, Jimmy was a great quarterback, which, you know, we all felt like he wasn't great, good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think with this, we still don't know enough about Trey. Um, we saw what Purdy could do in Kyle's system, but he's not going to be healthy enough i think they said he might be ready by the first home game but if trey you know is obviously healthy right now right okay so sam darnold is still learning the system because i was just watching kyle's you know uh post OTA conference or whatever from what two days ago was it two days ago or uh tuesday yeah. So what's up, Bebop? Um, <laughs> Kyle's saying that Sam Darnold is still, he's coming, coming in acting like a rookie. That's what he said, acting. And because he's, he doesn't know everything. He's, yeah. yes, he's like a vet, but he's still learning everything. So he doesn't know really anything. Um, so how can you throw him in week one, right? Right. I mean, you could play in preseason and, you know, like throw him in. So how do you throw him in week one? Now, um, Brock isn't to what we know now isn't healthy for week one. There could be a surprise. We don't know. But you start Lance, right? You start Lance week one. Now, unless or barring an injury, knock on wood, that that doesn't happen uh, to Trey. You don't take him out for Brock. If Trey is, even if Trey isn't on um, a roll, I just feel like you only take out the starting quarterback if there is an injury. Yeah, and and there there is you go with the with hot Brock hand right now. But remember Alex Smith and Kaepernick, right? Like right. I mean, that's the only like recent sort of thing mm-hmm. I could take or not recent, but like, you know, hot hand or I mean, yeah, go with the hot yeah. hand. 
I mean, we saw this back in the late 80s, early 90s with uh, Montana and Young. And we're going to mm-hmm. talk some old school 49ers Yippee! here in a second, which I'm super excited about. Me too. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're you're right. I mean, Brock Purdy got his chance because the two quarterbacks ahead of him got hurt. Now, here's my concern over Brock Purdy. I don't know if you share this same concern, but my concern is that we saw him and Brock was great last year mm-hmm. and I want him to succeed. My concern is, is twofold. One that we only saw a small sample size. So we didn't even see him for mm-hmm. half of a season. And then the other thing is now he has a serious injury to his throwing arm. So his elbow, so maybe he comes back just fine. There's, there's actually a guy in, in camp right now at OTAs and his name has slipped my mind, but he uh, about a year ago had the same injury that Brock Purdy had. Uh, I think he was in the USFL and Mm. Uh, ironically, it, it, the injury happened against the Philadelphia team uh, in the USFL. <laughs> and so he had the same injury, same surgery as Brock Purdy. Wow. And he's throwing the ball around now without any trouble. So that gives me hope. But yeah. do you have some concern there with Brock or or you want, are you one of the ones that say, no, he's the real deal? You know, Lance aside, let's say Lance doesn't become Lance. I'm certain that Brock Purdy is, is going to be our guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, is is this sort of similar to they say it is like the Tommy John surgery? Um, can can he throw like he did before? Um, there's so many like variables. Um, is it comparable to like uh, an ACL where like Jimmy just never was the same? Um, and Good point. Yeah, you know, he really wasn't. He was on a roll too. Mm-hmm. So, or you know, even was it was Jimmy as good as we thought he was? Was right. it just you know? Yeah. I mean, there's so many variables, right? Also, Brock Jimmy came in when we got CMC, or you know what I'm saying? Like shortly after Trey went down, then we got we acquired CMC. So. Brock also had seems, you know, like Mm -hmm. there was just so many things going on, so many variables. So it's really hard to say what Trey can do with Christian McCaffrey. I just hurt myself because I'm so passionate. (laughs) Um, You know, it's really hard to tell. So it's kind of like, does, does Shani make gamble? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Who exactly is going to be healthy Who's going to start? Who's most effective in Shanahan's system? We all know that quarterbacks can be effective in his system. Probably you stick anybody in a system and they're going to have a few good games. You know, Um, he just has that in him. We just don't know if they can make it all the way to the Super Bowl without any injury or be... Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not blaming him for that last thing. I'm just saying he kind of fucks up in the fourth quarter when you <laughs> abandon your run game or you're Richard Sherman and you blame your own defense. I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, let's talk some old school stuff. Um, when, when did you first start to really fall in love with the 49ers? Like, you know, where were you? How old were you? When was it that you kind of started really getting into this team? Well, Mark, that's going to have to be the 1981 season. Oh, perfect. Um, yep. It just so happens um, because, you know, when your parents, uh, and I got to give a lot of credit to my mom. She's the loudest 49ers screamer in our family. I mean, she just goes nuts. And oh my God. So I was, let's see, I guess seven, um, not because my birthday is in September. So I wasn't eight yet. Um, but yeah, she, she got me really into it. So, <laughs> you know, that whole season, you know, when you're doing great, so uh -huh. you're obviously watching all the games, right? And um, that, the catch game i was so mad that me and my brother couldn't go but my parents went with a bunch of their friends and two of my uncles and my aunt and um my the two of my uncles they stood in line in the, some sort of wet rainy muddy you know line to get their tickets at candlestick right so because i guess that's how they did it back then they had to stand in line and we waited all this time to get those damn tickets i always hear the story <laughs> but um you know people were crying you know for the catch me and my brother were at you know somebody's house their bowling buddy's house <laughs> Nate and Lisa's house in San Bruno um, at their apartments on, I think, Shel Creek, Shelter Creek. Anyway, I'll never forget it. Anyway, long story short, um, we ended up partying in the streets um, after that happened. And I was just shocked. I was like, what the fuck is this? Everybody was just wild. They were going, yeah. My one of my uncles was shirtless, painted, just <laughs> like in front of the grocery store. Just people were walking in the street. There were no police. It was just insane, insane. And I was just like, "What is going on?" You know. And then uh, the parade. I was trampled on by people. Oh, <laughs> like I was like, "Mom, I want to go home." Shut up! I'm watching Joe Montana. Like. <laughs> But anyway, um, after that, you know, just die hard, die hard. That is so cool. So who's your favorite player of all time? So it was Joe Montana for many, many years, but Jerry Rice, I, I just, I have to go Jerry Rice. I mean, yeah. I, but if I saw Joe Montana, I'd be like, you're my favorite player, you know, <laughs> so I, I could be lying to him, you know, but I, I would. Yeah. I mean, I would say greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, I mm -hmm. you, Tom Brady. Okay. Just, <laughs> I never forget inflate gate or whatever, deflate gate, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Favorite 49ers moment of all time. I mean, the catch. All right. Yeah. The little, the little Gina G who was watching at home or yep. watching at the friend's house. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Favorite 49ers game of all time. Okay. In person or just in general, uh, it doesn't have to be in person. Oh, wow. 
I'll give you two, one A and one B. All right. Um. Okay. What? Ooh. Okay. In person, the NFC Championship at Levi's against Green Bay. Hmm. Okay. Is that because they had been bad for so long and, hey, we finally are hosting an yep. NFC championship game that hopefully Kyle Williams won't fumble in? Yeah, because I'll get to that. <laughs> um, and then at home watching, uh, it would have to be, ooh, that's got to be a tie. Jesus. Ooh, you got me here. Okay. Because I just thought of one. When I was answering, the, when I saw the questions, I was like, okay. Um, that's good. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. I, I always take long to answer questions. <laughs> um, probably. Okay. It's got to be Kaepernick related. Okay. I was, I was in Vegas with my, at the time I was married. And um, it was, oh, I was watching that again, that Atlanta game, NFC Championship. Okay. Yeah. And, but that's got to be tied with the catch three with Vernon because I'm a huge Vernon Davis oh, yeah. fan. So I was watching that too. And when he went, cause I remember the Terrell Owens one too. Right. And that one, Oh my God. Okay. Those three are tied. <laughs> I, I just has to be yeah, all the, the catches. The one with the Vernon post that has to be up there. And I would say probably the younger fans would, would put that, that one up there, but that NFC championship game in Atlanta, I was actually, there i wasn't at the game but i was there for a conference in the large building right next to the georgia dome and i was walking outside and while i was walking i could hear the buzzing it, like it sounded like millions of bees inside the <laughs> dome and so i was trying to find out uh trying to think okay if if it goes quiet then I think the 49ers are doing well. If it was really <laughs> loud, then the Falcons are doing well. And of course I had my phone and in my phone uh, I had, I was following uh, Matt Barrows and Matt Mayoko on Twitter. And so yeah. anytime something happened that was tweet worthy, they would tweet it and, and I would get the alert on my phone. So, um, or the text. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was able to kind of keep up with, go with what was going on, but to be, totally frank i i sat in this conference and i don't remember anything about it <laughs> because conference. i was paying i was paying so close attention to you're the like, NFC mm -hmm, championship yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I'm just glad i wasn't like the speaker because that would have been really hard <laughs> or doing um, a powerpoint <laughs> yeah so you're like next right. slide next slide next slide <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's hurry up and get through here um least favorite so we're going to move to some less happy moments least favorite player that everybody else liked ooh ooh this one okay this one's a really really tough one okay um least favorite like mine would probably be 
somebody that beat up a woman or you know hurt a kid oh, or something like that okay or it could be there was this one guy gosh what was his name nick nick moody wasn't he a linebacker oh, no. for the 49ers in the uh I, I think that was his name i i said something to him on twitter and um and he was really rude to me and you know didn't even feel like I was being rude. So I decided I didn't like him anymore. Yeah. But that's pretty shallow. I know. I'll, I'll tell you someone who I didn't like anymore, who I liked and then didn't like, but now I respect prime time. Okay. Because when he left to go to Dallas mm -hmm. and then he was like, Oh, I never really felt like I was at home with the Niners. And now I feel like I'm at home. Yeah. And I was like, you son of a, you know. Um, and then another player where I was like, did you really do what they say was Dana Stubblefield? Mm. When yeah, he got he's actually caught. in prison. Yeah. And I was like, you son of a, you know, like, are yeah. you kidding me? So I'm disappointed with him because I'm like, that is just disgusting. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a horrible, horrible thing that he allegedly did and, and is serving a prison sentence because of it. Yeah. Okay, so that so those are your least favorite players. Uh, but I, uh, I love Prime now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Dion. But I was I, so mad at him, so mad at him. I loved what he brought to the 49ers, and I was very we needed that we needed frustrated that. when when he left but if he when he tells the story the 49ers didn't really try to re-sign him so i don't really know who's telling yeah. the truth but right so your least favorite 49ers moment of all time kyle williams i'm coming for you <laughs> okay i was at that game at the stick okay oh, we i spent at that time it was a lot of money, $200 or something like that for these tickets. And in the rain, uh, <laughs> we're tailgating. We all had <laughs> tents and umbrellas and whatnot. We were styling, right? I think I still have the sweater that I was wearing. <laughs> I shouldn't even wear it. Any I almost wear it. Oh, wear it. I almost wore it to this. I should have uh, to be like, I was wearing this. <laughs> um, and uh, he muffed it. And I was like, you. Ugh. And not yeah, mm -hmm. twice. I, twice. Twice. Yeah. Again. And <laughs> I want I, I was like, <sighs> like i was about to celebrate on the streets of mission street and 30th and 24th and you know so we were talking about like okay so what are we going to do first you know after they went oh, wow. <laughs> and then we said we could have like after we the giants like we we were just so ecstatic our hearts were broken yeah. just broken and you know you you want to see uh, all, most of my times at Candlestick were heartbreakers. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, they they made it to so many NFC championships over the years, and, and you're going to lose some of those. You're going to lose, you know, like one to Dallas. You're going to lose one to the Packers. You're going you're gonna to lose some heartbreakers. And then there was that 1987 uh, first-round 
playoff loss or divisional round playoff loss against the Vikings when Ooh, they had yeah. no business losing that game. Yeah. And people uh, were heartbroken. Yeah. That was just ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. so and my yeah, brother's, uh, my brother's got to see like the, the saints game with um, Alex Smith um, doing the, uh, what Jets sweep and then cap running it, uh, it in against the, the Packers and, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, they got to see some great, you know, uh, games. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> so that's your most fa- uh, most painful moment. What about your most painful 49ers game of all time? Watching? Like yeah, I mean, I'm TV assuming or... you didn't play in one, so. No, I'm like on TV <laughs> or being, being there. I mean, it's got to be way. that one. I mean, it's that yeah. one. It's that more one. so than I mean, a, a year later when they lost in the Super Bowl to me. Oh, that oh, was oh, more, Super. Okay, oh, that. that okay, sorry. Um, no, I did have an answer for that. Okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I okay the the Kaepernick uh, against well the Ravens Super Bowl that one because I thought we were getting six, right? So when I saw the Crabtree, the overthrow, I wasn't blaming Crabtree. I was blaming Kaepernick. And I was such a believer in Kaepernick. Like, I thought, this is, you know, like, going to go back on him and they're going to blame Kaepernick and this, that, and the other. And people were already saying um, there were, there was such a division of the fan base of um, Alex Smith is trash. And then Alex Smith was the best thing that happened to him since, you know, Steve <laughs> yeah. Young, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. That was a scheduled loss. I, I hear you. I hear you because the lights went out, the electricity went out, you know, and and then Ray Lewis, it was, you know, he was getting ready to retire. I yep. I feel you. Um, and then in hindsight, I was thinking, the fuck? The run game again, right? Why didn't they hand it off to Gore? Yeah. No, yeah. Well, and he was Kaepernick reliable. Probably- Kaepernick probably scores on that keeper before Harbaugh called timeout. If you remember that season, they, they would take like to the last second before they'd snap the ball and, and Harbaugh would call timeout a lot. They wasted a lot of timeouts because they couldn't get the playoff in time. Mm -hmm. And I think Harbaugh thought that that was going to be another one. He didn't want to move back five yards. So he called a timeout right like like right before they snapped the ball which they probably they 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 got the ball off before the clock would have gone out and um and when you look at that play it was it was a a keeper and and cap was gonna he was gonna walk in that but yeah that's a heartbreaker yeah yeah so was my answer for that one yeah yeah and i have a hard time trying to trying to discern which super bowl loss was the most painful (laughs) Yeah. In some ways, it was the Ravens Super Bowl because mm-hmm. the 49ers had never lost Super Bowls. We don't lose Super right. Bowls. Right. Yes. But that the was Chiefs our first. One, the Chiefs one, they, I mean, the Ravens one, at least they, they were terrible and then they came back and almost mm-hmm. pulled it off. Right. The Chiefs one, they had, you know, was seven and a half minutes and a 10 point lead. That one, to me, that one, 
I I think the Ravens was a heartbreaker hurt more, but the Chiefs one's probably more mm-hmm. frustrating. Uh, yeah, because just but you know we're just spoiled. When you win I'll, five of them, you expect to win all of them. I'll tell you what, Mark, about that one. I was so I felt so stupid because the third quarter after the third quarter when it, the third quarter was ending. We're having a celebration for my brother um, because it was his birthday. (laughs) We were at the bowling alley, you know, having a nice little party, everything like that. We're surrounded by all his family and friends, everything like that, that we all know and love. I was crying (laughs) happily. Saying, (laughs) oh, my God, we're going to win. And they go, Gina, stop. So you're the one that ruined it. (laughs) <laughs> and when um when fred warner was um had gotten that pick now i was wearing a garoppolo jersey okay which was good luck during the year okay <laughs> so stupid i pulled i went to my bag i pulled out my fred warner jersey after the pick and i went like this yay and they go why aren't you wearing that fucking jersey and i go uh i don't know because i thought it would be bad luck wearing a new jersey they go you're so stupid tough loss i mean i I wasn't like i cried again when they lost (laughs) yeah i never was at a point in that game where i was crying happily because i was like that quarterback on that other team he's uh I do not trust any lead when Patrick Mahomes is on the other side. That guy is way too good. So, Oh, I learned my lesson big time. All right. Last question. Finish the sentence. If you could change one thing in 49ers history, it would be. Wow. Um, not firing George Seifert. Not firing him or firing. So you wanted him fired when? No, I I didn't. Not oh, they shouldn't so you have fired wanted him to keep Seifert and not like when they hired where they they fired, fired him too and fast. Hired Mariucci. Okay. They fired my. I should explain. They fired him too fast. Like why did they fire him? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, they they just go about like firing coaches. They shouldn't have fired um, Harbaugh when they did. Like, right? You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. fired George Seifert. Like, why did they do that when they did? Like, it was all stupid. Yeah, yeah. The Harbaugh one was was horribly ridiculous. Yeah, the Seifert one, I think was. I remember. Eddie DeBartolo fired Bill Walsh multiple times and Carmen policy would always talk him out of it. Thankfully Uh, with the Seifert thing, you know, they had won the Super Bowl in 94 struggled in 95, but still were one of the best teams. And then in 96, when they, when they hosted the Packers and they have players like Steve Young uh, saying, Look at that. The Packers are running our offense and they're running it better than us right now. And I think that I think that that was probably the thing that uh, that made Eddie kind of lose his mind, I'm guessing, Uh, because, uh, yeah, I I I was kind of torn on that because I really liked George Seifert a lot. Yeah, he was part of every single 
uh, 49ers Super Bowl yeah. win. And, uh, and so uh, really liked that guy a lot. But uh, he never got the respect that he deserved because right. he was in Walsh's shadow. Um, yeah. Even after he won his second Super Bowl, he still didn't quite have the the respect that he that he deserved right. but uh all right so that that so, would be yeah. that's an interesting one yeah seifert and then i mean harbaugh like i just i just feel like those two were fired too soon yeah you know what i'm saying so um yeah i mean i don't really yeah yeah you know i think mariucci came in in 97 and the offense took a step forward under Mariucci, but I, I, yeah, I, I think the defense might have taken a step back uh, once Seifert left. I I'd have to go back and look at, at yeah. that, but I, I remember they were back in the NFC championship uh, hosting it, I think against the Packers uh, in Mariucci's first season. Yeah. That was the season that Jerry Rice was lost for the year. Um, until he came back against Denver and, and then re-injured his, his knee. But, uh, yeah, well, this has been fun. Uh, yeah! I appreciate you, uh, taking me on a journey back to, <laughs> to young Gina. Oh, I had a blast. Uh, I'm a 49ers fan. Yeah. I but, always get uh, so excited and, and talk so much about like the, the past. I mean, it could go on and on about so much um history you know with yeah i still remember all the old songs and like you know kina turner rapping and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you know it's it's fun because i i don't live in the bay area never have and so i'm you couldn't I, tell I'm, I'm surrounded by bears fans now i yeah. used to live in oklahoma so i was surrounded by cowboys fans then and oh, when God. when fans of other teams talk to me. They never talk to me about the current 49ers teams. They always want to talk about Montana and rice. Uh -huh. And what was it like uh, to, to root for that team and, and all of those things. And, and I was at that game in Dallas in 95 when uh, <laughs> the Cowboys were huge favorites because Steve Young wasn't playing and Jerry oh, Rice yeah. caught that, uh, caught that short pass on the first drive and took it about 85 yards for the touchdown. Um, that was, so, you know, so times like that, that's what yeah. people in my life who aren't from the Bay area always want to talk about the old school 49ers. And so that's pretty cool that the right. 49ers have a lot of respect uh, from, uh, from other fans around the league. Gina, thanks so much. Tell us again where Thank we can you. find you. Yep. I've, um, I've got a channel. Um, it's Gina Rep in the Bay Productions, but, um, my show is called Sports Laugh and Chill. Um, right. and it's really fun. We curse a lot. So if you can <laughs> handle that, then you can handle it all. And we get, uh, there's always some sexual innuendos. So okay. caution. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for the warning. <laughs> and thank you for watching. Make sure you go find Gina and uh, subscribe to her channel. And while you're at it, while you're at you on YouTube, subscribe to the 49ers Camelot show and wherever you're listening to this, if you're not watching, you're listening somewhere on Apple or Spotify or wherever, go ahead and, and uh, rate uh, review, follow the 49ers Camelot show. Thank you so much for being part of this. Uh, Bryant, what's up? Brian hey, Brian. Jumping in here right as we're leaving. 
Hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. You can go back and watch this anytime, uh, yes, wherever a lot you of watch fun or listen. Have a great. Thank you uh, so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Have a great weekend, everybody, and go Niners. Go Niners.